tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Ready to go for a song. <laughs> <laughs> but why was they playing the remix? Got to what is up, guys? Clearly, we are turned not on wine. This week, we are drinking grape juice, so there is that. This is Scandal After Buzz TV After Show Season 5, Episode 2. Yes. As always, you're probably saying yes because your Fab Four is here reunited, and we are ready to recap this show, starting with me, Emil Ennis Jr. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Cornelia. Hi, I'm Sophia Stanley. Hi, I'm Bam Erickson. All right, guys, let's do it. So at the end of last week's episodes, our jaws were dropped because we had the moment we've been waiting for for five seasons where Olivia and Fitz were finally exposed. And it picked up this episode with the aftermath of that. So let's talk about Olivia to start. Olivia's on the run. She, well... Not initially. Initially, her and Fitz are in the office, and Fitz is pretty much telling her to stay put. And then Olivia pretty much leaves and says, don't call me, I'll call you when I'm ready. Olivia's on the run, and when she first interacts with Quinn, she decides that instead of focusing on the pressure of this revelation to the world, she'd rather work. Do we think this was a smart idea for her to jump back into OPA duties, or would you have preferred her to take another route? Well, I don't think she had much time to think because she knew that it was going to hit the fan at some point. So she, it was her first instinct. Instinct was to do work yeah. so that she can try to figure out how to go about it as she tries to fix as she tries to fix someone else. I didn't mind that she went back to work because either you work or you stew. So if you sit there and stew, which she we saw her do later then she would have had to address it quicker. And she and sometimes you have to get there. When stuff hits the fan, you have to get to the place where you're ready to think about the next step or what you need to do or the consequences. So I'm not upset that she went back to work. It, it is what it is. Okay, well, for the case, the case was involving a real estate mogul who was pushed or fell down the stairs. And the son is the one who is the suspect and he's on the run, just like Olivia. And his name is Gavin, otherwise known as G. Preezy. <laughs> he had a hat and everything. So G Preezy's on the run, and this is the case they're taking. They talk to the younger model wife, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. Um, while they're researching, we finally go back to OPA, and we see Quinn is doing everything. But then we're reintroduced to Jake, and Jake has Huck with him. And Huck says that Jake fixed me. What did we think about this? Because we'll touch on the dynamic between Quinn and uh, Huck later when she went off on him. But when he said he fixed me, were you thinking that he actually was fixed or can Huck quote unquote be fixed? No, Huck can't be fixed. Mm -mm. 
And, and if he can, we don't know what it will take for Huck to be fixed. <clears throat> and only Huck can make the decision if he's really ready to be fixed. It's like going to rehab. When you hit rock bottom and you decide that you need help, then you really get help. The fact that he said Jake fixed him, to me, it was like some dude fix. Like when when uh, when you have a, a problem and you go over your boy house, and this is just what I gather from, from dudes, they'll sit on the couch, they'll watch TV together in silence. They'll be like, yo, you want some wings? And then they'll be like, I'm good. <laughs> so he, to me, it was like some dude fix. Like he just went over there and they chilled out for a little while and they were, and they were back to normal. So when he said that, I was like, okay, whatever, whatever, dude. And see, my theory is, is that you can't be fixed and say it OPA. Mm. Because at the end of the day, him fixed actually isn't what OPA needs. Because whenever Olivia needs him to tap into that guy that he can be, that he always is, he's going to do it. Why? Because he's 100% loyal to Olivia Pope. So the only plausible way for him to be fixed would be for him to quit OPA and go live with his wife and Javi and pretend that would be the only semblance it would still be pretend however that would be the only way that i think he could actually live it through but he can't be fixed and still be at opa and be a gladiator to be a gladiator i think ironically you have to be broken and to um just to co-sign with the fact that he shouldn't be at opa when the um paparazzi media person broke into opa huck was getting ready to kill that man Oh, y'all didn't think he was? No, I, I completely agree. I'm going to let you finish your thought, though. And and I don't know if we're going to get into this. My only thing is this, and I don't I don't know why it's kind of, like, allowed in this country. To me, you have a right to. Like, on some real BS. Like, granted, yes, your office is not your home, but let's think about it like your office is your home, right? All of a sudden, a strange person barges into your home with a camera and is assaulting you. In my mind, and I'm not really making a legal argument, but I'm making a quasi-legal argument, I have a right to defend myself. If initially when you come at me with some large black thing that I don't know what that is, it could be a gun, it could be anything, especially given my background with B613, that camera could be a gun with a scope on it, whatever, my first instinct is to protect myself. So if my first instinct is to literally kill you, I feel like I'm right in doing so. So if he did that... And he claimed self-defense in court. Would that hold up? I'm not sure. That's why I'm saying I'm making a quasi-legal argument. But I'm just saying that I think that there's a certain aspect of paparazzi and camera people. That camera person did not have a right to come and violate their space. So I think there's an aspect of that where the larger argument that I'm trying to make is there are certain aspects of Huck's behavior. I don't think that they're wrong given the circumstance. Like, you you have to think of it always like a spy protecting the greater good. Sometimes shit has to happen for us to all live in 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 blissful ignorance. The, the I think that the the crime is that we don't want like to admit it. Let's be real. Do we not think that innocent people are killed every single day for our democracy? Like, I don't mean to go down this road, but it's the truth. So to call that criminal but not really stand up for it but still to allow ourselves to basically live in blissful ignorance and allow it to go on then we're co-conspirators and i think that there's a certain aspect of quinn that that's why i have a problem with her because i think there's a there's a level of hypocrisy like what is it that y'all do like you're opa like you're supposed to exist outside of the law yes he may have stepped 
over over overstepped, but did he? Because what well, would have been the repercussion? They all would have been dead. Well, it was. I think from what I get from Quinn's perspective, it's it was barbaric. So you could have killed all of the people that you would that you killed, but he was like chopping their heads off. The way he did it, it was animalistic. And yes, Huck is that person, so it was true to his character. But what I gather is. Okay, you killed them, but the way you did it, you did it like you were enjoying this, not because you were trying to protect yourself, but be- because you were trying to fulfill a need. And but then that only and then so, only someone who has that kind of genetic wiring could do that. Like, let's be real. Someone who literally could do it without any kind of like, just like, do, 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 wouldn't be able to do it. It, it, like you can't be wired that way you're either wired one way where you literally are a normal human being and you don't go and you don't kill 12 jurors or you kill 12 jurors and you enjoy it the only way that someone could kill 12 innocent people that have nothing to do with them is to be animalistic I think it's almost part of the whole you know what we're going down a rabbit hole sorry I just realized sorry we'll but keep going I will defend Quinn just for a second because I think Quinn stepped in because she doesn't truly believe he's fixed and she maybe was fearful of what he may do because, as you says, you think that sometimes it's one thing to kill someone, but then to kill him and then after he's dead, then rip out his teeth and then, you know, take out an eyeball. Maybe that's what Quinn was doing. So that's why she stepped in to just take him down in case unfixed Huck would have killed him to 12 Hundred pieces. But then my only thing is, so how do we think that this animalistic, barbaric person who's not fixed, her yelling at him in the way that she did, that's going to help? Okay. Really? That's going to help? And that that scene, I think we all kind of were just kind of confused why she would take that approach. And now that we see the, a couple of scenes later where she comes to the bar, he tells her to get away, but then she pretty much says, I like it too. <clears throat> I think we have a combination of emotions from Huck and Quinn, then we'll move on. With Quinn, just imagine, like, Quinn was trained by Huck. Quinn was brought into this program. She was trained by Huck, so that's her mentor. And then her mentor appears to be going off the edge. However, as we've seen in previous episodes, Quinn enjoys this, too. So it it could be, one, she is fearful that he has gone too far, but at the same time, she wants to do it, too. Like, she wishes she could go that far. And she's scared because she's afraid of owning up to the fact that she wants to do that too and he I feel like she he she's trying to live through him but she's afraid to admit that she is actually wanting to do the same thing that he did yeah because then she have to admit that she's animalistic and she's barbaric too so you don't think that Quinn thought those killing those jurors was wrong at any point I think she did but I think that given the situation she would have done the same thing and that's why she's conflicted she knows that it's wrong but if if choosing whether or not OPA and the rest of them would have stayed alive because Rome would have killed them all it, 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 it is very clear that the only other option was kill the jurors or they all would have been dead he would have killed all of them except for Olivia so I think that Quinn would have done it I think that Quinn was conflicted in the fact that she knows that she would have had to have done it too and that she would have that would have been her choice. She would have rather killed 12 innocent people rather than had herself be killed. All right. So, Jake. Jake is back. Jake is back. la Dida. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of my sentiment, too. And you too. know what's funny? It wasn't mine. I don't mind I like Jake, him. I like, I like I him in this role. Jake. No, I don't. I don't. I don't mind him in this role. Like, I, I, I like him as her friend and i like her as a former spy like i like 
I like him as the person who he knows that she needs help. He knows kind of how her brain works and he's there to help her. He's the most loyal side dude I've ever seen. He cuddles. <laughs> he, she gets to talk to him about her okay. new boyfriend, the love of his life. If she's in trouble, even though she already has a man, he comes running. He got in the car, the rental and found her. He's there whenever she needs. He is the most loyal side dude. My, okay, my, I have to admit, I did like the cuddle scene. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of Waiting to Excel with Angela Bassett and Wesley mm-hmm. Snipes, mm-hmm. and then Aretha Franklin starts busting out. It hurts like hell. I, I felt it. Yeah. I, I felt yeah, it for a I minute. Agree. I did. Yeah. I was just waiting for Aretha yeah. to just start squalling. No, I got, I got some feelings yeah. from the scene, but we'll move on from Jake uh, for those Jake fans. Now, nothing personal. Just we don't really have much to talk about him. He was good. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. He's a good guy in this episode. <clears throat> Olivia, though, and we talked about this off camera. Olivia is on the run. If Olivia is on the run, the little low hat and her like dress down look isn't gonna work. I need to see something like a Babs, Halle Berry, like something really out of character because that that doesn't work. Like she didn't even. I talked to Sophia about this. Like even change her lip color. She always does like a nude lip. Do like a bright pink or like something where nobody would expect Olivia Pope to be doing that. So they wouldn't even recognize you in a restaurant. I hate to compare shows. But on Power, when Angie uh, turned into a runaway girl, when she had to go to um to um to to uh, Lobos' n- funeral, uh, yeah, uh, the No More's funeral, no you called her a runaway girl. She had a hat. She had her hair in a ponytail. She had bamboo earrings. Like she should have done something totally out of character. Take your wig out. You know, do a, do a poof. Put it into a ponytail. No makeup. Um, or don't well, even wear a cap. Do like um um something just different. Well, let me say this. Yes, that would have been the smart thing to do. But considering the fact that Olivia seemed surprised that the pictures or something like this even got out at all tells me that she wasn't going to be prepared to have a decoy uh, appearance anyway. Her shock and, and the way we live in a time where nothing is a secret. Nothing. If you do anything with somebody who has that level of, of celebrity and power, you're going to expect that all of your business is somehow going to be put out into the street. So the fact that when this happened, she was, of course it's the shock and it's the sting and you're like, oh shoot, it really hit the fan. But you didn't know it was going to hit the fan. So the fact that it looked like to me, and I, and I it probably didn't, I don't know if it looked like that to anybody else, that she was really shocked that the that those pictures leaked no she wasn't going to have a, a a different look no she wasn't going to do all of this because she probably didn't think it was gonna hit the fan like that in the first place I, go ahead bam i'm gonna go back to when um when olivia um there was some parents uh there was a, a couple in the house and she took out her white phone and she took a picture and she says i'm gonna take this picture of you and i'll block she did it as a bribe mm-hmm. girl you cannot be that oblivious to not think that I, what, you, I, you disagree. I totally disagree. I think that what we're forgetting is the pictures that were leaked were pictures from inside the private private residence of the White House. Oh, you know what I was talking maybe. About. Yeah. I, and what you were talking yeah. about was when the first child basically had her little sex romp, and the parents tried to bribe them with the picture. That's yeah. when that happened, and that happened in OPA. Yeah. The pictures that leaked of Olivia Pope this time, different than last time. Remember last time when it was, you know what I mean? It was um, rumored that she was the mistress. Those pictures were at her residence. She should assume that pictures can be taken at her residence. Maybe I am naive to think that the White House is still a secure dominion, especially the residents of the White House. Because just like we found out, 
only someone inner circle even has the capability to leak that type of information. So I think that's why, ironically, when she said, I felt like I had a moment to breathe, that's why she came to the White House. Because that was the one space where she actually theoretically could be safe. In the same way, that's why even um, Fitz said to Melly, it's not even just a violation. It could possibly be treason or against the law that you leak this information because... It's, it's treason. Like, there's confidentiality when anything pertaining to the White House, especially the residents. So for that reason, I actually was not surprised that she was surprised. What I was surprised about is, when is she ever going to kind of run her own narrative? So I understand the need to work, but you're not running your own narrative. So again, if you're just going to work, then don't put on a hat. Does it make sense? Either you are going to work as Olivia Pope and you are going to let people take pictures of you or you are going to disguise yourself. But simply putting on a baseball cap to disguise yourself, that to me is impossible. You either go all the way or you completely step out as Olivia Pope. You don't address it. We've already been through this before. Like you, you, you don't even say that I'm not going to address it because we've been this, through this before, but we've already been through this before and it was proven that it was not the truth. So I'm going to go about my business like I was doing. That was my problem with it. You can't do in-between. You can't do in-between. And also, I think... Well, one, I get everything you're saying, clearly, but I feel like even if she wasn't prepared, she had popcorn in the car. She could get somebody to bring her a wig or something. You know what I mean? Like To me, and again, maybe I'm just speaking from the perspective of when you are dealing with someone with that type of celebrity, I am under the impression that anything you do, I'm going to assume that it can eventually come out. Even if it's in the residence, the the little maid is the little maid now can get paid off by a TMZ type True. place, and it can it can be put out there. So I'm not shocked that she did not go into this whole elaborate this elaborate okay, well, decoy. In addition to that, though, they Jake and Olivia slipped up a couple of times. One when uh, G Preezy was in the <sighs> hotel room, and they had him watching TV, knowing that. Olivia is going to be all over the TV right now. That was the first thing. But then when we get to the restaurant, I don't even think they should have been in a restaurant sitting down. Because if we think about it, like, think about it this way. In D.C., even though that's technically they're in D.C., and that would be the headline because the president has an affair. I'm sure everybody would be talking about it. But even if Olivia was there, I don't know if people would really be into, like, oh, that's Olivia. The thing is, outside of, like, D.C. and New York and L.A., because, like, L.A., if we see a celebrity, we're not all the, oh, my God, that's so-and-so all the time, depending on who it is. <laughs> depending on who it is. If it was Idris, I know y'all would be all over there. I would pass, I'd pass out. out. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, in these smaller towns, where are they, like, outside of Fayetteville, North Carolina, these smaller towns, of course, they're eating up all of the gossip and all of the news, so they're no, going to know. Let's, let's also be real. Let's be 100%. We all probably all could close our eyes and open our eyes, and we all know what Monica Willensky looks like. True. Let's be real. True. Like, let, let's keep it 100. We are talking about the president of the United States mistress. We all know. I don't care what city, what, what ville, what, what north, south, east, west. Everyone had Olivia Pope's face imprinted on their head. So, yeah, like, it's called drive-through or, our, our like, um order to the motel. Yeah. Well, we're not even going to get into that because it helps for the storyline. But, um, I, oh, well, I think this proves a point. And see, and I, sorry, I was drinking during the show. They weren't. So if I'm a little bit turnt, that's why. Because I was drinking wine during the show. So just <laughs> FYI, I apologize. Sophia was drinking, so I am a little turnt. Oh, Proceed. Uh, I think this proves the point that although she decided to work, 
she clearly was not ready to work. It was a it was a defense mechanism because she had she was off her game the whole entire time from either and we can argue this from from her wardrobe for um for hiding for letting the boy watch TV from being in a restaurant. If Olivia Pope was on her game to fix herself like she fixes other people, I don't think she would have been so sloppy. Fun and the funny thing is. Mm-hmm. Because we've been saying this for, what, four episodes now going to five episodes? I actually think she is a sloppy. You want to know why? And again, kind of similar to you with power. For anyone who watches House of Cards, Frank Underwood, I couldn't figure him out. And at first I thought he was like a master strategist. And he's not. He's a master reactionary. That's what Olivia Pope is. Olivia Pope is beautiful at reacting. Her strategy long term usually actually never is good. Like, it, 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 it seems like it's good, and then something always goes wrong. She's good at once, hits the fan, mm-hmm. then she can recover. So maybe she does a good job because Jake is still part of her team. Jake helped her out. The way, if you think about it, when she was sitting at that um, at that gambling table, the way she cuffed him to the chair, that was masterful. Right? Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. about it. He was like, he thought she was a hooker. Mm-hmm. When she dropped something, I... I don't know, maybe I'm the only dirty one. We all thought, or he thought, she was going to go under the table and do something else. Mm-hmm. And when she, no, I mean, let's get grown up, right? <laughs> grown up moment, right? It, thank it you. So it when does. she cuffed him, we were it all does, like, ma'am. oh. Ma'am, you know from personal experience. Stay on my business. <laughs> oh! And you oh, got we that need tea to drink here. grape juice You got that tea time. here. Wait a minute. So, so again, I think that at the end of the day, though, Olivia, (laughs) in the same thing, like how when her and and Jake were having the conversation, I think it is true. I think she works best when Mm -hmm. she's she's scared. I think she works best when she's up against a wall. I think she's a she's a chaos junkie. What's the movie with Samuel L. Jackson? I know I've mentioned it before. Samuel Changing Lanes, Mm -hmm. when literally like his sponsor says, "You're not addicted to alcohol. You're addicted to chaos. You're addicted to stress." Olivia Pope is addicted to stress. Mm. That's good. Well, we're addicted to you guys, so make sure you go to iTunes, go find our Happy Hour podcast. <laughs> Wait, our- <laughs> <laughs> we'll find that too. We do a podcast called Happy Hour, Happy Hour Shot of Conversation on iTunes. Uh, rate that five stars and comment. But also, make sure you go to the Scandal After Buzz After Show, rate five stars, comment. And if you're watching on YouTube, watching live right now, thank you so much to our live viewers and to those who are watching the next day or <laughs> five months from now. We want to say thank you to YouTube. Make sure you click that like button, thumbs up, and also leave a comment. We do read all the comments, so we are listening. All right, guys. <laughs> let's get into the juice now, though. The White House. The White House is chaotic. And I want to start with Abby. Abby, because she's the press secretary, and they are not giving her anything to work with. And I think we were all getting frustrated because Fitz was saying, I'm waiting for Olivia to make a statement. But then he would get mad when Abby was pressing to find out what she needs to say. What's up? It's the way that Abby talks to him. Yes, I fully understand that he's the president of the United States of America, and I understand that there's a respect level. But let's be real. And, and this is where it gets complicated, because obviously Olivia and him were sleeping together. But do you think that Olivia, when Olivia was press secretary, spoke to him that way? Like, there has to be a level of reality. Like, if you are really going to protect the president... You kind of can't be a pawn. So we don't have time like, for that timidness. You can't. Yeah. You cannot. You literally have to basically be like, this is what's going on. We have one, two, or three situations. You're not giving me any options. All you're saying is, what are we going to do? You're not giving me options. You need to basically be like, Olivia's not here. The re-, like meaning, sorry, I'm getting turned. The reason <laughs> I I feel like 
even though it made for a beautiful scene and a beautiful monologue, Cyrus shouldn't have had to have told Abby what to do. Abby's a gladiator. This is Abby's job. Does it make sense? Like, Abby's already been doing this now for a year. Abby was trained under Olivia. She's always wanted to be Olivia. You don't know how to do this? You don't know why Olivia's gone? You don't know that Olivia doesn't want this to become public? You don't know that you're going to tell the president that? And that that would potentially help the situation? If you don't know that, you should have never had the job, number one. And maybe you should have never been a gladiator. And I don't believe that of Abby. I think that Abby is better than that. Since um, Abby has been in the White House, has she done anything good? Oh. Oh. Well, I'm, well. <laughs> I'm not. Why are you shocked? Why? I'm, I'm, we're not shocked. I think we're all like, I'm sipping wine. There's no tea. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's a cold episode. I think, <laughs> in reference to Abby, unfortunately, even though she was a gladiator, because I can't really say she's a gladiator now, because. She's not really. Once a gladiator, always a gladiator. Yes and no, though. The, the, the relationship is strained. It, it's strained now, so you can't... Re- I get what you're saying, but no. I think with Abby, though, unfortunately, I don't know if it's because she's a battered woman or what the issue is, but it seems like she needs validation in order to properly do her job. Like you said, it shouldn't take for Cyrus to tell her those things, but for some reason, I'm trying to think... It's probably another show I'm thinking of a character. But for some reason, it seems as if she does not know how to do her job unless she gets validation from it. So the fact that her boss, Fitz, is never supportive of her, talks to her like shit, and only wants to talk to her if he has tea about Olivia, that probably bothers her. The fact that Lizzie Bear treats her like shit and never wants to talk to her. Cyrus kind of treated her like shit. So she's literally been treated like she's the scum of the earth since she's gotten there. And for some reason... She is ignoring everything she learned in OPA, how to overcome that and be the true gladiator that she is in the White House. What's up? This this is a, a bit extreme, but when she was at OPA, she was a bitch and she was a bully. She used to boss Quinn around all the time and talk shit to her and look down to her. And now that she's in a position where people are higher than her, now she doesn't know how to react because she's always, I hate saying the word bully. Uh, I need another word, but she was a bitch. She was a bitch. And so now that she has people that are in higher position, now she doesn't know what to do because why? She's not that popular kid, um, you know, in high school, and now she's in college, and there's much more bigger people, and so now she doesn't know how to handle it. Abby, sit down, girl. Yeah, and I mean, and if people talk to you disrespectfully on your job, that's on you. Because as any any career path you take, anywhere you work, you gotta buck up and you gotta pull your big your big boy pants up and do the job. So the minute Fitz starts barking, I'm sorry, Mr. President. I understand that you might be stressed out, but you're not gonna talk to me like you lost your mind. And oh. period. Like that's all that's all it has to take. Because until you stand up for somebody, they're just gonna keep treating you like dirt. So mm-hmm. that's on her. If mm-hmm. she likes it, I love it. And one of the things that um what's the girl who read Fitz? What's her name? I'm Rusty. Oh, the vice president. The vice president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my girl. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Melly. Melly, 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 Melly. We had a lot to say about Melly last week. Oh, damn. We had a lot to say about Melly last week, but I want to see what you guys are going to say about Melly this week because I feel like Melly came into her own this week. <clears throat> Melly um, came back into the White House. She demanded an apology. Uh, she talked about how she can fix the situation. And then Fitz still kicked her out. So, I just want to say that when Fitz kicked her out, there was, like, a weird smirk on her face. Mm -hmm. And I wrote on my notepad, like, half my notepad, kill him. 
exclamation, 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 exclamation. I'm making an early prediction, and I think I may have said it last last episode. I need her to demolish him. There is a naivete that is beyond irritating me with Fitz. And the reason being is he doesn't stand his ground. I don't care what Olivia does. If you as a man have decided that you are going to bring your mistress into your house and you are going to validate her, there should be no action from her that should change that, specifically as it relates to your wife. Because what you are really saying is, I am no longer going to lie. Telling everyone I'm doing is different than lying. So meaning you don't necessarily need to tell everyone you were cheating with her, but to bring your wife back in, that to me is a lie. Do you get the difference? Mm-hmm. Saying to the public, just like I said before, with that little little lying wench, who actually ironically was a lying wench who wrote a book about what Fitz likes and blah, 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 blah. Remember when there was the first Olivia scandal? Mm-hmm. I would say the same thing. How many times do I have to tell you my private life as it pertains to this is off limits. I will not discuss it so forth and so on. End of conversation. I kind of don't know why we never even had that dialogue. But for him to, based on what Olivia did, to basically bring Melly back in proves a weakness. Like, do you, you, like it, it, it proves like what are you doing dude like either man up or don't but this flip flopping like oh basically I'm not gonna apologize get out but then two seconds later because Olivia doesn't want to come back to you you're like okay Melly come back I'm sorry it, it's it's old to me like it's <clears throat> getting stale that's why the end even though I'm mad about the end I like the end because possibly now there's gonna be an evolution but I can't have this it's the same bullshit again and again and I'm tired of it and I'm tired of it I get your point um, of the back and forth, back and forth. But if I was someone who constantly, it's like if you're in a friendship with someone who is a user. So like if if we're friends and I'm giving 75% and you're giving 25, but I keep doing it and um, I keep allowing you, then I have to take some responsibility. And so for Melly, for me, when she was when she was saying, um, we are a team, you need me, she sounds like Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction. She sounds fucking crazy. But he does need exactly. her. Exactly. And that's why she's not crazy. He does yep. need her. Everybody keep talking about how Melly Melly is is lost and blah blah blah. <clears throat> Melly got a job from Cyrus back when they were running for the White House the first time. He said, "You are the person that you he needs you. You are going to get him in the White House, and you need to keep him there." And Melly is sticking to that job. Mm-hmm. So when she gave this speech to Fitz and was like, "You need me," you do. Yeah. Why? Because every time Olivia runs <clears throat> off or every time something happens, guess who has to come back up in here and, and, and prop right up next to you and make things okay? She did that when she faked that miscarriage. Mm-hmm. She did that the the last time they had this whole mistress scandal. Every time. So, at some point, as a grown man... Had a baby. Had a baby. A uh, baby. Yeah. As a grown <laughs> man, Fitz is going to have to, at some point, be like damn you're right I do need you and understand what this team thing is going to have to mean Fitz, but, it don't mean that y'all gotta sleep together mm-hmm. but you do need her and it's it's clear but and, why but why again if he keeps if he can do whatever he wants she comes back he do whatever he wants come back why would he change 
He's she, not going. See, see, and then this is my thing. Is funny thing is, I don't actually don't need him to change for her. I need him okay. to change for Olivia. And this is to me what doesn't make sense. Okay. And this is what makes it makes me now. I'm kind of like, I I don't know where I stand with Olivia. To me, if he hadn't taken Melly back. And then she basically outed herself. That would have made sense to me. You want to know why? Because that would be to me that he's finally standing up as a man. Right? He's finally standing up as a whole human being who actually doesn't need another person to prop him up. He doesn't need to pretend anymore. Whatever the consequences that need to come, he's going to handle it like a man. And that's the person I need to be with. For him to basically be like, okay, I'm going to do exactly what I've always done. The whole broken person system, meaning I need someone to prop me up, and that's then what made Olivia go, yes, I am his mistress? That is confusing to me. Unless it has nothing to do with him and has 100% to do with yourself because you are tired of living in shame. Because when she kept saying they're chasing me, when she kept saying I'm running the shame, that is you. No one can make you feel shame over something that you don't feel shame for. No, seriously. You can't run. You can't be chased if you are not running. If you stay still and you say... It's either none of your business or, yes, I'm sleeping with the president. Call me whatever you want. But you don't allow that to affect you. Then it literally doesn't affect you. No, I think for sure Olivia, uh, jumping to the ending, Olivia saying yes was completely for herself. And maybe by Olivia saying <coughs> yes, this will finally give her a chance to control the narrative. Because like you said, she's not running from shame anymore. Can I say something? Yeah. Though? I'm glad they mentioned, brought up the shame thing. Because a lot of times on television shows when you have a wife, a husband, and then you have a mistress or a, a lover or, you know, on the outside, that it kind it has this very romantic and this whole um, I, idealistic everything is going to be okay in the end. In actuality, when you are sleeping with someone who is married or in a relationship, it is, you do feel shame. You feel lonely when you go home. You feel like, damn, this is really messed up. You start to question your life. You start to question the damage you're doing to a, a family that's already intact. So I'm glad they addressed it and said that because a lot of times people put this whole, but he, he loves her and she loves him. Yes, but it's still is filled with a shameful feeling. And I think that's the reason why we're all starting <laughs> to get annoyed with Fitz. One, because he... We've been annoyed. Oh, I know. I, but, don't well, me, I've been holding out. Mm. But I think the reason why I'm starting to get, <laughs> I'm starting to get annoyed is because Fitz never really addresses his shame. Fitz... It doesn't have shame. Is he ashamed though? No, but but, okay, but he does have shame. He okay. doesn't acknowledge it though. He does not acknowledge the shame. He has shame. He has to have some type he of shame. Doesn't he really think, say he, no, he doesn't think he, he has, has shame. He, he doesn't think he has shame. No, but you know he doesn't have shame. You know why? Because he's entitled. Yeah. Every aspect of his life, and they and I think they do this on purpose. He's like he, he's trust fund, um, prep school educated. Everything has come somewhat easy to him, including <laughs> the presidency that Hello. he actually didn't earn. Hello. And to me, his comment to to the VP basically is like I fell in love I was flawed that's enough for him and you want to know why because he actually can be that guy and still be the president because again he's already cheated he already cheated and everyone knew and he is still the president of the United States of America on a second now term. this is the other yeah. thing is, in real life do I think that that should end your presidency I really don't and maybe it's because I'm really like I have a European mindset I really don't think that unless you violated some law that has to do with being the president, you sleeping with whoever is not is not affecting national security and so forth and so on. So you shouldn't like not be the president for that. That just means you may have bad morals and so forth and so on. But that has nothing to do with to me doing your job. Right. But yeah, none of that's ever affected him. You wanna know why? Because he's that guy. 
Like Melly always says, he's that charming guy that everyone seems to like, even though he's really not that smart, even though he doesn't really work that hard, even though he killed a plane full of people, and it's still okay. You want to know why? Because he loves Olivia, and that's all that matters to him. For him, that's all that matters, because he'll still be okay. He'll still have a trust fund. He'll still have the house in Vermont. You know know what I mean? The sad reality is it really technically doesn't affect him. Yeah, wanted to hear right from now. him, but they wanted no, to hear I was from gonna her hit more. You with the dagger, because no, low no, key, I'm he wasn't. Cornelia, I'm used he to Cornelia Dragon. No, and he wasn't hurt when he slept with Amanda Tanner, so we ain't gonna even go down there. She no, that's no, never. That, that that was because he was low down. Like I don't mean any disrespect to even Amanda worse. Tanner. No, but literally, no. But that I Did felt for him. No, you had to be like feeling low to sleep with Amanda Tanner. That's even worse. That make it even worse. Just Sorry. I'm cross my hands right here. It's okay, Emil. No, it, yeah. I, I, mm. I, you know, I'm over it too, but again, I get what you're saying, but again, if I had the world in my hands, I'm on the second, I'm already on my second term, so I don't have to worry about getting reelected again. Um, I'm about to end my, my term. I have lifetime uh, um, security. I haven't made. Why should, so what who, so what who cares? Why should he give a damn about anything? He has the world in his hand. And what I'm saying is, if you've had this since you were a kid. But, and until the vice president brought it up, has he ever thought about that? No. When she said, do you think about us? No. Do you think about the people no. who voted? He mm, looked no. like he looked like he was like, what you no. talking no. about? No. He was re- literally waiting for her to just get out the office. Like, bitch, go. He did not care. All right. Enough about fit, because y'all <laughs> just ruined my whole image. Anyway, um, back to Abby really quick. Mm. We find out from David that Lizzie Bear was the, well, we mm. found out that the files of the photos were leaked from Melly's computer network. Mm-hmm. Lizzie Bear is one of the only people with the passcode, so Abby deduces that it was Lizzie Bear. Instead of, well, first it was funny how Lizzie Bear said, you're fired and like tried to come on give her trump card and then abby says hold up wait hold up wait <laughs> um and when she does that then abby says uh no i know that you did it and then lizzie bear is feeling fearful i hate that little plan the equals yes you and i i feel the same way i feel like that was her moment to <clears throat> play the power card especially since she's been so defeated the whole time in the white house that was the moment to not pull the equals card that was your moment to shine and really use it to your advantage but think, let's, let's be 100. Abby is fearful when she talks to the person that she works with every day. What was she going to ask for? Abby, what, to me, I didn't think Abby was prepared to ask for anything beyond equality. Yes, somebody who was a, who, who had a, a business plan in mind and, and, and was secure in who they were in their position would have been like, okay, so this is what I want. I want this, 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 and this. You're going to do this. And if you step out of line, this is going to happen. But Abby, Come on. I just didn't expect. When she said that, I was like, oh, that's typical, Abby. I hope she dies. Not Damn! Abby. Oh, what? Not Abby. Not Abby. Lizzie Bear. Oh! Kill her Dang. off. Whoa! Oh, Dear God! <laughs> what? She needs to die. Just kill her off. Wow. Well, she's I mean, a series regular, so just kill her off. This only thing is, and I know I know I'm sounding redundant, but I have to go there. I'm still having a problem with this Abby storyline. And the reason being is 
Notice how she kept saying when he was like, who leaked the information? And she was like, it's not important. It's completely important. You want to know why? Why did, I don't care that it's actually true that they're sleeping together. Why did they assume that that it's true? Does that make sense? Meaning if I can figure out who leaked it, then I can spin it on them and I can pretend like they made it up. Like, why wouldn't that naturally... It, to me, isn't that the most logical thing? Yeah. I would have well, And I would have wanted to know just for the team. That's where she right. messed up because if the press, the, the guy who you're trying to convince that you are a right. good press secretary, if he's asking... Mm-hmm. If, if his most pertinent mm-hmm. question is who leaked information, you keep saying that's not important, yeah. why would he want to help you? Why would he want to help yeah. you? If K- you don't want to help K-O-B. me, because this is a child. So yeah. why would he want to help you? If you don't want to help me, oh, I'm not helping you then. You go out there and make a make, make a fool of yourself. Exactly. And and to me, this is my only problem with the whole equal thing. Because I'm, I'm really trying to play to my head. So I'm thinking like, you know, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. I understand that. My, though, my larger problem with it, though, is let's think about Lizzie Bear's thinking. So all he does is show up at his wife swearing in and you release pictures of him having an affair? Doesn't that seem egregious? Like, those two don't match up. You literally got Cyrus fired. You are now the chief of staff. And the only thing that he's done wrong is he didn't consult you when he was going into the swearing-in for his wife. And you released pictures that he is having an affair. The president of the United States of America, you leaked information that he's having an affair. That, to me, seems childish. So that, to me, seems like someone I can't be equals with. Like, let's be real. I actually can't work with you because you, to me, are so volatile that I have no idea what you're potentially going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'll save my comments for my I won't be drinking anymore, y'all. Oh, my God. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) And the studio is hot. It's like 90 degrees in Los Angeles. I don't know where y'all live, but in L.A., it's like summer we have humidity. It's ridiculous. And we're forced to buy fall clothes. Mm-hmm. Oh it's my still God. the summertime. Oh. Sweaters. At least you're wearing a t-shirt. Me and Sophia. Oh, man. But at well, least we look, look cute. cute. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. <laughs> at the end of the episode, we saw that instead of after Fitz, Fitz calls, <laughs> I can't even take y'all seriously. Fitz calls Olivia and pretty much says, it's, it's like an I release you. <clears throat> I release you. And we've seen this before. This, it, I was rolling my eyes because I, it felt like an, an old narrative that we've seen before. Just like the end of last episode until the twist. So then Olivia's walking and she sees the paparazzi and she's walking through, walking through, walking through. And then somebody asks, are you the president's mistress? And she says, yes. And then Sophia got up. My mouth was dry. Like, I like that, and this kind of feels like uh, the way Scandal used to be, where at the end of each episode, it's like, oh my god. <clears throat> like the, the jaw-dropping scandalous moment. like, you can't miss the last five years. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where I'm glad that they finally, and I hope they don't get back to this, but I'm glad they switched from uh, <laughs> like they did a couple of seasons, they've done this, where it's like, make sure you tune in next week for hashtag this, hashtag oh, yeah, that. No, I never because then that. that overexcites people, and for us, it kind of makes us like leery. Like, well, don't you don't need to mm-hmm. do all that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now we're just getting quality writing, and I'm really liking where they go. So I want to know what you guys think in your predictions of where this could possibly go. Okay, we'll save it for a prediction. Okay. Um, okay. So, do we have any news and gossip? No, I mean, I'm still. My life goals are to be as fly as Kerry Washington, <laughs> Taraji P Henson, and Mary J Blige in that Apple Music. Commercial. We could do the commercial right now. The way how we look. Apple, yeah. we could. All you, okay, look. So I for mean, you, y'all. no, no, no. For you, your outfit's perfect. Okay. Literally, all you could, if you want the what? Oh, you could do the the hair like when you fluff it up. Oh, that's true. And we have earphones too. So like you know, Apple yeah. Music. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
Wait, wasn't Bam in an Apple commercial? Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's why I can't drink. All right. Move on. All right, sorry. so uh, let's go into <laughs> Cornelia's cold piece of the week. Cold piece of the week for Scandal Season 5, Episode 2 goes to my girl of this season, Melly. Mainly because once Fitz put her out of the White House for the 97th time, she gave him the sister girl eye roll straight to the back of the head and turned around and walked out of the White House after she said, for that reason and that reason alone, Melly LaQuisha Fitzgerald gets cold piece of the week for Scandal episode two of season five let us know who you think cold piece of the week should go to hit us up on twitter instagram and facebook using hashtag cold piece <coughs> what was the male name again laquisha melly laquisha speaking of sister girl i text um oh i said fitzgerald grant my bad. oh my god because uh, sophia did a, a live re- or no you did a live with chronicle last week yes mm-hmm. i did and i tuned in to chronicle and i love it now but sister too. girl from undercover brother is in there she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The FBI director. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's just a random fact that we talk about. <laughs> I love that movie. All right, but I do love mayonnaise. Okay, so now we're going to go into predictions. <laughs> if you watch the movie, you'll understand. I just got it. <laughs> All right, what are we thinking, guys? Um, prediction. Sophia Stanley will no longer be drinking while watching Scandal <laughs> or doing the After Buzz Scandal After Show because she gets too turned. <laughs> My prediction is not really a prediction, but a desire. I need Melly to slice off Fitz like he is a cancerous mole. Ew. Yes. Yeah, that's hardcore with the mole. Yeah. I need her to demolish him. And sadly, in the process, I need her to take down Olivia. I agree. I'm I'm piggybacking off of that one. I low key didn't care that Olivia said that she was the mistress, meh, because you are. Like when she said it, it was like, mm, yeah, we know. But I agree. I want her to come for Olivia because in real life, if you are getting, if your man is cheating with a girl, you and your homegirls riding out on the mistress. We riding out on you. So guess what, Olivia? It's time to play. I gave you, I let you win my house. And now you still over here skirting around. I got you. So I want Melly to come for Olivia. I agree. <laughs> um, for me, um, I think that uh, Sophia and Keneally, I think those are, are, are great predictions. The only thing about this is... Um, I think somehow Fitz will be able to turn the tides on Melly, although she should slice and dice him. This is my problem with Melly. So you're the senator and now you want to be president of the United States. Bitch, you don't even read laws because you go back to uh, to go back to, to season four um, when the when the VP. She oh, yeah. didn't, you're, I have a problem with a lawyer who wants to sign a bill and you didn't look and read not one. Neither page. did the president. Well, Fitz don't do nothing. Well, Fitz don't. Yeah, well, yeah, Fitz don't. But Fitz is already president for two. He he got two terms. I'm just Did saying. Did George Bush read anything? Sorry, Ooh. your boy don't do nothing. Y'all gonna stop? So I said, did George Bush like just? Oh no! Yeah, oh yeah. please! Yeah. Like so, I just think that. Sip some tea. I right think there. that she's gonna need him at some point. So it will be great. But I think Fitz will be smarter because Melly always does something stupid to mess up what she has going good for her. Uh, the second, the second thing is, um, I think Lizzie and Sally are together, uh, because I love Sally Mm. and, um, 
Okay. I just mm-hmm. Sally and Lizzie would will be good because if if she doesn't if she's not if she's not aligned with uh, Sally, then kill her because I don't like her. I don't like Lizzie. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, and then my third and, and my third thing is. Where's Marcus? I saw his name on the credits. Where are you? I thought Marcus was going to come and snatch Olivia and take her well, into the house. He's a regular, right? He's so a reg- he has to show up on yeah. every one, I think. Yeah, yeah. and then how right. it goes? I completely agree. Okay. I know. Yeah, no. She's a hu- she's 100%. On. If you're a yeah. series regular, that literally means you get credits regardless of whether or not you appear or not. Very hmm. yeah, very true. Good job, Camelia. Um, for me, I will finish this grape juice and I will go home, pour a glass of Sauvignon Blanc. And watch some scenes from episode six of season one, The Trail, since y'all oh. dragged your list tonight. <laughs> no, no, no. We dragged Fitz and Olivia. There's a difference. And I mean, I'm gonna drag Olitz later. Exactly. See, I we'll see. So, in advance, <laughs> since they will be dragged, I will go ahead and watch scenes from that. Um, I like where your prediction actually is going, Bam, with Sally and Lizzie. I don't know if they're actually going to be working together, but I do want to see, continue to see more of Sally because I just love her character. Um, I want to see more evolution with uh, the VP because mm-hmm. as we see, she is a little dingy, but the more she stands up for herself, we see that she has some semblance of intelligence. You think she dingy? Sometimes. Sometimes. At least, at least that's the act that she plays. Mm-hmm. Um, Naive. Yeah. And then for uh, Abby, I, I I don't know where this is going to go with Lizzie, but hopefully it plays in her favor. I don't think it will because Lizzie is just, she can't be trusted. So I don't see how or why she would not use that to take her out. But, you know, it is what it is. And finally, um, I want to see more of Cyrus. You've had him in for two episodes. Get Get him back involved somehow. I don't know if that means him coming back to the White House or what. But I want to see more of Cyrus in more than just three minutes of an episode. So, um, yeah. But, as always, we're your Fab Four dissecting Scandal, which I hope is still one of your favorite shows. And we will be back here next week, same time, same place. Where can we find you guys? At Bam Erickson. And if you just need one more shot of conversation, also check out our podcast, Happy Hour. And you can find that at at Happy Hour underscore TV. You can find me, Sophia Stanley, at Sophia Stanley, Twitter and Facebook, at the Sophia Stanley on Instagram. You can find me at Canelia on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Well, y'all be putting an emphasis on at. Okay, you can find <laughs> all y'all. You can find me at Emil Ennis Jr. at Emil Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. All right, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> oh my god! I feel my turn from the green. Executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.